Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. So today I have a very special guest. I'm excited to have Bob Doyle with me. A lot of you guys are going to know him from The Secret. And I'm just going to give you a little blurb here on what he's been up to recently, which is he's been working with people, you know, since The Secret and and before, I'm sure. (laughs) But recently, Bob's attention has shifted from the metaphysical aspects of the law of attraction or reality creation process to a more grounded and biological look at what controls our experiences, our brain. So we're going to dive into this and bring him on right now. I'm on. I'm on. How'd I get here? I was somewhere else. I was having dinner with friends and now... It's that's how powerful I am. Right. I just thought (laughs) let's let's make it whimsical. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. (laughs) It's good to be here. Yes. Thank thank you for joining uh joining me. So yeah, the you know, when I got the email about having you on, I was looking at it and I was really I like the jump that you made, quite honestly. Mm. Because like a lot of my teachings are (laughs) are down to earth. It's that's the name of my book. So it's, it's kind of, that's the way I teach. Yeah. And it seems like you came right in that door and that's the type of stuff that, that you're teaching. So can you expand on that for us? Well, sure. Bit? You know, the thing, the irony, it may be the appropriate word here, but you know, when I was teaching, I spent 20 years teaching law of attraction and that's, you know, related to the secret. I thought I was being grounded. You know, my whole approach was trying to be as scientific as possible, as little woo woo. So the people like me who were, generally skeptical in nature could actually do something with this. But I learned that it doesn't matter uh, how smart you are or any of this stuff. Uh, Learning about how the law of attraction works is not necessarily going to make you do what now you need to do to have it work the way you want to. And that is to step into being the person you need to be to sustain and maintain the future that you're envisioning. Absolutely. And I think I think you're dead on. This is the the you know uh, I I thought the secret was a wonderful doorway in, but it, it was you know exactly as you're saying. There's there's some some things that a lot of people that if they didn't research it deeper, they might not know that. And I think that the stuff that you're sharing now really you know brings some light into that and gives these people a better understanding of of kind of how it all works. Right. Because we, it, it just got so complicated. I mean, once the secret came out and now there's all these people teaching their version of the law of attraction and how it works and what you need to do to activate it and all this stuff that does, it's not even, it's not even a thing what they're talking about, you know? And it's like, meanwhile, I've been trying to, to talk about science and be practical. And now I got to deal with you know, just so much magical thinking. And, and, you know, I get it. There was a genie in the movie. I totally get why people <laughs> would, would, 
would take away some magical thinking from the secret. I mean, it, 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 that's, that was kind of part of the fun, right? Like we're just gonna, we're gonna attract and conjure and all of this stuff, but biologically things need to, if you're going, if a transformation in your life is going to occur, it's not the outside stuff that's going to transform. It's you so that then you can bring in this new stuff, this new, this new reality, but you've got to do the changing so that everything else can respond to this change and bring you something different. And the law of attraction, absolutely working in the background. You don't have to give it one cycle of your thought because the, the minute you get <laughs> off track of thinking about who do I need to be in this situation and start thinking about, am I, is my energy right? Or is my, I, I'm telling you, you're, you're, what you're doing biologically with your neural pathways is just all kinds of confusion. You're trying to be practical. You want a real life thing. And now you're trying to find that you're trying to resolve the magic and why it's not working for you and all of this stuff. And that really, you know, I, I can point a finger to some extent at the personal development industry as a whole because of the expectations that are set up with people about how we'll transform you in 30 days, 60. We don't know. You know, <laughs> if we don't know the, the wiring inside you that has to get undone or changed or overwritten and how long that's going to take. But we can guide you and keep you in the conversation that you need to be having with yourself long enough so that that change can take place. And then, you know, you get some momentum. But I'm telling you, people try and just just work magic without any logic. And then they get frustrated and blame the process, point at the teachers and go, this is nonsense. It's like you haven't even started working on yourself yet. Right. Yeah. And it's so if you if you're not in the space you need to be, I think one of the, the common um I, I don't want to use the word manifestations. <laughs> One of the common manifestations of that is, is when you're thinking about something, you're, you're actually putting out the energy of lack. You're, you're actually putting out that you don't have it. It is. <laughs> you know, and, like... and, and see, but now that is a very, that was a very prominent law of attraction conversation. When you're thinking that and you're putting out the energy, there's going to be people out there who will never connect with that terminology, putting out the energy. Right. But but what that what that thought does is it causes you to behave in a certain way. It, yes. Deep inside this complex web of wiring, a behavior is born out of because of the meaning that you're giving whatever the moment is. And that meaning is basically all based on your wiring, which may or may not have any truth or have big gaps of truth in it that don't serve you in their conversations you're having with yourself unconsciously that you probably got from your parents or your environment when you were growing up, when you weren't able to assess or evaluate, critically think about what was coming in. You just said, yes, yes, yes. Okay, rich people are, they suck. Okay, that's what the truth is then, <laughs> right? And that's, and then you try to resolve that later throughout your adult life. If you suddenly want to become wealthy, but you've got this wiring that says rich people suck, you got to get, you got to get, you can't just ignore it because it will right. guide your behavior, which will get results. And that's when people get frustrated. I'm picturing rich things and stuff, but you still haven't taken on being that rich person because inside you don't like that rich person. You gotta, do, you gotta fall in love with the rich version of you. And that person has to be, that has to be a non-negotiable goal. Just like you know, all the tough stuff that we had to learn in life, like walking and talking, where we made tons of mistakes, but never once did we say, I guess the universe doesn't want this for me. It's just a sign I shouldn't do <laughs> yeah. it. But we do that when it comes to our own dreams for some reason. Yeah, absolutely. And it, this is, I, I agree with you. And it's, it's, it's the unconscious belief systems that will override our conscious thinking. You know, I, I experienced it uh, several times, but exactly what you were talking about 
Like we got a pool put into our backyard when I was little, like third or fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Well, I became the rich kid in the neighborhood. Not a good thing in my neighborhood. So when I went out, you know, into the playground or the neighborhood, like it was, oh, there's the rich kid. And I hit him because that was an insult. And it was meant as an insult. And I took it as one. (laughs) And so, you know, fast forward into my mid 20s or so, I got $30,000 from a job. Now, I, I was not aligned with having money. I, rich meant bad. So yes. consciously, my father had taught me to be very good with money. So I did all the right things. I rolled it into a retirement account, protected it from the taxes, all this stuff. Took a little small portion and, and went skydiving and scuba diving and got a TV just to be like, hey, Glenn, you're awesome. You know, did this thing. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> so I did all the right things up here intellectually, but it ate at me. That money was eating at me, at my unconscious belief systems that I was out of alignment with my moral values because I had money. Okay. And that was not okay. So eventually I ended up quitting my job, living off that money and exhausting it and doing some other things that that were consciously, I never would have made those choices because I knew better. But unconsciously, I hadn't changed those belief systems that were set in place inside of me as a child that you were just talking about. So it's exactly what you just explained is what my experience was. Yes. And the result you had was the result of behavior. It wasn't some cosmic, oh my God, everything's just (laughs) falling apart. It's all against me. It's just one thing after another. No, you made a conscious decision. I'm going to quit my job and live on, you know, whatever. And the the thing about that conscious decision is that it was an an autopilot decision. It really wasn't Mm -hmm. conscious at all. It was based on the wiring that you got. And so that, and that was all autopilot. So you're, and this is the thing that people need to understand is that 99% of what you're doing is autopilot, even though you think it's being conscious because you're, you're thinking things through, but what, but what is the basis of what, of the truth that you're using to, to create the logic or whatever? And can you acknowledge that it's completely different than somebody maybe down the street with a completely different where's the truth? There isn't any, it's, it's up to you, you decide. And so in my job as a person who's trying to help people transform into a life they love is, you know, what is your truth? What's going to be empowering to you? Forget what anybody else is doing, how they're doing it, what they're going to think of you, what is going to bring you the most empowerment and forget everything else and and get a really clear picture in your mind of who that person is, how they respond, the meaning they make out of things, the impact they're making in the world, all that great visualization stuff and every opportunity you have in your everyday life to be like that person, whatever, one little behavior change than what you're used to. You start and and you continue the rewiring process and the more you do it, the more comfortable you get, the more that becomes your new autopilot behavior. And that behavior gets different responses out in the world. And now you're on your journey. Right. Yes. And that's it. And the neuroplasticity makes this possible. Yes. Just our ability to rewire this. Yes. And that's the basic. This is the thing. 20 years I spent talking about vibration and energy and resistance and the quantum physics and the all that stuff, which I thought was so cool. And if they just get it right. But no, it, it, they just get more confused. They just got a bunch of information. That's it. I mean, now they know about the law of attraction and they can post about it and talk about it. But are they getting anywhere in their life? No. And that's what was happening. 
And, you know, I take responsibility because I thought that was the, the, the way. But then I just really woke up and I was like, wait a minute. The, transformation is about changing your brain's wiring, which is a known fact. There's nobody debating in the scientific community that our brain can change. Now, the average person may not know it. But it's everywhere. I mean, there's nobody saying it can't change. And if you can learn a new skill, if you can learn a new language, if you can change, then that's proof that your brain can change. It's not that big a deal. It's like what the brain is there to do, to change, evolve, learn new things, grow new neural pathways, let other ones die off, to serve your journey. Yes, that's it. And that that's so we, we can create a different reality by rewiring our brain and creating new neural pathway neighborhoods that react different from the same stimuli. You can have the same stimuli come yes. in and it goes to a different neighborhood before this used to make me feel less than or I'm not good enough. Now I embrace it and it's a, I, I see it as a pathway to freedom. Yes. And then you, your brain functions differently. You vibrate differently. Everything's different. And people need to understand that this is not freaking theory. You do it all the time. This is not something you're not already doing, mostly unconsciously. Your reality is perpetuating exactly how it is because you've got the same conversations going on at a deep psychological level, which is creating meaning in all of your moments. And that meaning is driving a behavior, which is getting the result. So if you want a different result, we got to go all the way back to what is creating the action that you're taking. And that's the meaning that you're giving it. And that's the wiring. So if you can get that wiring can be changed and if you can accept and own that what you believed your whole life as truth is actually flexible and can be changed to serve you and others, because if you go out there and live your potential, okay, you're going to contribute a much better, bigger value to the world than playing small in whatever it is you're doing. Everybody wins by you doing this. And the journey is the fun. That's why we're here. That's where the juice happens, the ups and the downs and the disappointments and the wanting to quit, but not because it's non-negotiable. And then when you get there or the vicinity or whatever it's evolved into, then you know, wow, okay, I did this. I can keep doing it. I can change whenever, however my soul is calling me, I can continue to evolve. And I got however many years I got to do it. I may as well cram in as much as I can. <laughs> right. Right. And it's all, as you said, another thing that you you've, you've touched on a couple of times is the perspective aspect and how there is no truth. And I love that because, you know, I think it's a, it's an issue in the world right now. Everybody thinks they're in sole possession of the truth and there yes. isn't one. Yes. You know? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, they hate it. So it's like understanding that that they're like, I reframe things for people all the time just to, to, to explain this very thing. And like, it's so my belief system that, that uh, money was bad or rich people were selfish or something, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's, that wasn't true. Now, if I, if I actually believed it and I wanted to try to convince somebody of it, I'd probably do a pretty good job because yeah. I could come up with a whole list of reasons why that was true, you know, and, and I would conveniently discard any reasons that went against it to prove my point. You know? <laughs> but, yeah. Well, the but, fact is there are some mean people who are just total asses. I mean, it's true. There is sure. truth to that, but it is not categorically true. And there are wonderfully rich people out there, you know, people who do all sorts of good. So it's just really identifying that. I, right. Identifying it and then, you know, reframing it in, in a different way. Like now money represents freedom to me. Yes. 
you know, so it's freedom to help people, freedom to live the life that I want. It's all it's it's attached to many good feelings that 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 are in alignment with my moral values. Yes. So you made you made some sort of agreement with yourself to go through the process of rewiring these pretty tricky these pretty tricky beliefs. I mean, a money would that's a, that because that's directly linked to survival. So those, those, the, all the beliefs that are wrapped around that, they're really, really strong. And you have to be, I mean, you, the, this is the thing about making this kind of change. You've got to have a level of commitment that most people don't even come close to having because it, when you, we change our life, we evolve through our life on autopilot. Most of the time, it's not always comfortable, but it's just because of, we're just responding to what's coming. What we're talking about doing here is getting intentional and like inviting right. all the old wiring to come right up. It's going to be super uncomfortable. It's going to seem overwhelming <laughs> and that's normal. And I just keep telling people, of course that happens. That brings you right to the point of growth. There's no point in sneaking slowly up on the point of growth. Let's just bring it right here and identify one or two things that you're feeling right now that you would rather feel another way. Let's just start with one or two situations in your life that you can think of where you get this feeling. And let's just imagine like 12 different ways you could feel like just crazy imagination. Just think of the most ridiculous, ludicrous, different ways you could be. And if it's especially if it's a way that you would really like to be that makes you feel good, just play with it. I know it's going to be awkward. You're feeling like you're lying to yourself. You feel like an idiot right now because it's new and it's normal. So embrace it and say, okay, thank you. Thank you. I'm growing. I'm growing. And then over time, it just gets more and more comfortable because you've got new wires, new biology, new chemistry to support it. And, and when you make that kind of transition, when you replace, you know, a significant amount of sort of those neural pathways, you know, with with significantly different beliefs supported by now who you're being. And, and now you're getting new evidence to support those beliefs. You'll look back at what you argued yeah. a year ago and you'll go, how did I ever hold that position? Because right. it will seem that foreign because that's what that kind of change can do. But that's great. There's no need to keep going back and wonder why it's because it, you're growing, you're growing, you're evolving. That's why we're here. Yeah. You're way different. You're smarter. You're more intelligent. You got more wisdom. You've got more wear and tear, whatever it is, you know, and that's, you celebrate all that stuff. You don't lament, you don't regret, you don't go, you don't want to go back. Yeah. I get no. a lot of clients who come in and go, <laughs> you know, I just kind of lost my mojo. I just want to go back to how I was. And I'm like, instead of that, Let's create a whole new you that incorporates all the good stuff from before, but with a different frame. We're creating something new. We're not going to limit ourselves to what we were. We can keep, be even bigger. What's What was the best about that and how can we grow it? Let's not yeah. try to go back in time. No, no. And and you, you, like you said, you don't want to and you kind of can't anyway, you know? So <laughs> it's like, you know, why not? You know, yeah. everybody wants to be a better version of themselves. So why not head in that direction? <laughs> you, know? it, you say that and a lot of people just don't even have a concept that they can change at all. So it doesn't even occur to them to become a right. better version of themselves. And, and truly, because I guess I've been in this conversation, at least personal development for so long, I, it's just like I totally lost touch with the fact that there are some people in the world and a pretty big number, I guess, who don't even know what personal development, that it's a thing that, that changes even never heard of Tony Robbins, never done none of it. Right. Right. There are those people who just go, this is my life. These are the cards that I was dealt with. And you know, the Johnsons just do it this way. We've done it this way for years. We work, we make no money, but that's okay. The Johnsons (laughs) don't make money. We're pure in spirit, whatever. 
you know, if the Johnsons are happy with that, that's great. But if the, if one of the Johnsons gets born and says, you know what, I feel like I want something more then that Johnson should follow that dream. Right. That's it. It's, it's the, we have that freedom of choice and we have a lot more freedom over what we design. I think like my understanding is a lot of these, these deep core belief systems that are the foundation of the way we interact with life are set in place, like between the ages of four and eight, generally. Or zero and seven, just when you're wide open. Yeah. When you've got no critical thinking. So it's, so they've been there for a long time. So I think, you know, and you've, you've, touched on this too it's it's like you know when you're changing the way you think it's going to feel weird because you put them in place back then but if you if you think about it for a moment and go okay wait a minute the the belief systems that are determining how i interact with money or whatever else i'm working on was set in place between the ages of zero and seven or four and eight or whatever regardless i was a little kid yeah setting belief systems based on what I heard from other people and what was in my, around my surroundings. Like maybe now that I'm an adult, I should revisit these and see which ones I like and which ones I want to keep and then see which ones from my adult perspective, I would like to shift and change and believe in something else. (laughs) That is, that is a very awake and conscious way of thinking. And that's, you know, that's where it would be great if everybody was, but a lot of people aren't like that. But yes, to be able to be awake, because here's the thing. I mean, even when we sort of become self-aware and start using critical thinking, like let's say it's age eight, okay? We start evaluating what's coming in. We're still referencing all the old stuff. So we're comparing all the new stuff with the old stuff and trying to resolve it. So most likely what we're interpreting from that point on will fit with the truth that we create that was created for us in the age zero to seven. The only thing that's going to change that is if we get bombarded with evidence from the outside that it doesn't have to be this way, that other people like me are doing incredible things like what's going on here. Right. Right. That's, that's it. That's what, (laughs) that's what I love. You know, I grew up in a small town in Massachusetts and um, you know, it used to be a, uh, furniture factory town and a lot of th- those industries had had been gone by the time uh, I kind of came through and it's it's plus I was an alcoholic for 20 years so mm. <laughs> doing stupid stuff so like now I can sit there and when somebody goes yeah well you know Glenn it's easy for you because I'm like do you do you know me <laughs> Yeah. Do you know where I came from? And do you know what I've been through? Like, it's it's not me. It's just how this stuff works. Like, yeah. you can do it, too. It's very, you know, it's very obvious. But you got to take the journey. And if people right. if they're not up for the journey, then they got to be totally OK with living the life they're complaining about. Because you <laughs> got it. to take the journey. If you can't complain about it, if you're going to be married to your old stories about why you can't. And and people do not like giving up their old stories, mostly because it has become their identity. It, it is right. the justification for why they have not become all the things that they could have been if it just weren't for her and that situation and the government, right? All of that. Right. Yeah, it's getting out of that victim mentality, taking control of your own life and your own thinking and creating that that life that you actually want. 
new stories because the things that you're making those stories mean your stories are about events that happened out there but how you tell them and what they mean to you is unique to you and how you you know how you relate the information to other people and those stories for the most part the ones we're talking about are completely destructive to you and they're not doing any favors for anybody else either they're just justifying your position so you get that little chemical boost of i'm right about this but that's all you get you don't get the life of your dreams you don't get to feel success you don't get to feel the purpose and passion and all, any of that stuff so that the story you're telling yourself is BS anyway. It's just, it's your interpretation of external events. So if you're going to BS yourself, why don't you come up with something that's super positive, right? That is just in alignment <laughs> right. with where you'd like to be and just play with that a little bit. If it's just as bogus as the other, you may as well go that way and see what happens. It'll feel a lot better, but they don't, if you don't have that picture of what, of the better way and how life is going to be better, like who are you that on the other side of it, that's way better than this. If all you know is this and you haven't even thought about how much better it could be, why would you give up this? You got not, you're jumping into a void. You got nowhere to go. This, at least you're comfortable. You know this. So you got to right. create something that just is like, oh no, that's non-negotiably great. That's who I'm going to be starting now. I don't know exactly, but I'm going to start with this behavior right here. So, and that, that's exactly where I was going with this too. It's so, um, you know, to, to, to kind of prove that point, like, do you recommend starting with something small because, you know, it's hard for people to wrap their brains around them creating the life of their dreams. So do you recommend starting with something small so you can get a success or two under your belt and go, oh my God, this actually works. <laughs> I never think, I never think about it in terms of big and small. I just, what is it that is what they're after or whatever? And let's just create that vision. Cause the big, small thing, that's all meaning too. It just is right. So if we can get yeah. them to understand that it just is, and we don't have to negotiate big and small, you know, like I get why we do it. We've been taught to, we, we've just been right, taught just to all this gravity. Oh, this is so hard. Or this is so, it's just like, but other people who haven't been taught that wouldn't even know to think the situations it's, it's all about how we're wired and how willing you are to take on new wiring that's going to serve you. And that's where that's where it mostly falls short for people, because they no matter how simple this science is, you can change your brain. You just got to give it new information. They'll still tell themselves that it won't work for them. I wouldn't be able to do that. You're a human with a human brain, right? This is how it works. You are not exempt. And you're doing it against yourself every day. Just get a little conscious about it. Go through that discomfort and watch your life change for crying out loud. Tell a different story. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great, I, I agree with you. The, the, um, you know, there is no, there's no size to the universe. So there is no big and small. It's, it's just all our yeah. interpretation. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Or it's going to take like what inter what means that you're going to have to go through a lot of discomfort or there's a lot of action steps. It's also arbitrary. We, we, we just lumped all of these different emotions into difficult but 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 they're all kind of unique emotions, feeling challenged or whatever, feeling, you know, we don't know what else to say. So it's hard. It's difficult. Right. No, it's like that's where growth happens. It's like the best. So it's it. we get to make up how we make meaning out of anything we get to we get to choose ultimately. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, is there a quiz that you you have? Yes. The quiz is. Yeah, that's when people ask me, OK, how do I get started doing this? The most important thing you can do is to get is to shine a light on any autopilot behavior that you're not aware that you have, because that's the stuff that is invisibly keeping you where you are. 
So the quiz that I have, it's, it's called the Transformation Personality Type Quiz. It takes 60 seconds. It's free. It's multiple choice. It couldn't be easier. But it, what it does is it shines a light on some of that behavior. It puts you, it gives you a personality type as it, uh, as it relates to taking on personal transformation. And this is just based on my 20 years of working with people and seeing all the behaviors and listening to all the stories and saying, okay, this type is, is fairly easy to, to categorize. But once a person takes the quiz and sees what type, or more importantly, what traits that type might have that cause self-sabotage, now they have something to be on the lookout for and, and something to, to use their brain to visualize a replacement behavior for. Because, I mean, understanding it's there is the first critical step. Now, what are you going to replace it with? That's where the quote unquote work comes in. But it should be them. This is where you're creating your life. I mean, it should be the most fun thing you do, as challenging yeah. as it might be at first, because, you know, you're you're turning on the intentional part of your reality creation machine. It's and the and the the potential is truly unlimited. How much action will you take? How long are you willing to go on this journey? I mean, it's it's unlimited. The only thing that's going to slow you down is is your wiring. But you can get help to go past that. That's what that's. You know, that's the work I do is to help the people who've reached that to move on to the next thing. And then if they get stuck again, we come in and we do it again. Right. So where where's the best place to find this quiz? You can find the quiz at tptquiz.com. And then also, if you just if you want to check out the other stuff I do and how this all relates is meetbobdoyle.com. And that the quiz is right there at the top of that, too. So both both of those will get you there. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, well, this, this is it, man. I mean, I think this is the, this is to me, this is the evolution and, uh, of, of this type of thinking. I'm, I'm glad we're here. <laughs> I'm glad we're here because 20 years ago I was like, yeah, ooh. uh, we're close, but there's some, some other, so I'm glad we got to this place and the, the, we have the clarity that we have. I actually feel like we've gotten back to the most basic beginning. I mean, like we're born with a brain that can change now, change it how you want. That's it couldn't get more simple. We got years and years of philosophy and religion and techniques and all these things to, to really just to give you a life you want. You can create, you're just born with that. You don't need any philosophy. You don't need it. The brain's just, what do you want? Give it to me. But if those philosophies and that journey is fun, it feels good, and it gives you that rich sense of connection, then freaking go for it, right? That's the, it's, there's, no, there's no right or wrong. Just go for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're here, what, you know? <laughs> like, this is, you know, I want to come sliding in at the end of my life, you know, doing a buck 80 with my hair on fire going, wow, that was a hell of a ride, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, so I'm going to... I'll pass on the hair on fire part, but yeah. <laughs> I I imagine it's going to be on fire right at the end. I don't know why. I just have that vision. But <laughs> okay. well, you can change that vision if you want to. You know? you got Sounds the like fun. If, as long as I'm sliding into the end. <laughs> well, but, uh, this, yeah, is, this is, uh, you know, very informative. Was there anything else you want to touch on? Um, no, no. I'm, my real message is just, hey, hey, wake up. You know, it's 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 like it's right in front of you. Your brain is right there. It, everybody has one. 
they all work basically the same way, save for some, you know, problem, the genetic physical problem. But for the most part, most of us have a brain that is ready to change based on what we feed it on a consistent basis. You have to be super duper honest with what you're feeding your brain, how you're justifying it, how you're rationalizing it. And just realize if you're doing any of that and you're just but you're not where you want to be, that's where to look. You have to give up that conversation, no matter what your story is, no matter what evidence you have. I get it. Of course, you've got all the evidence. You wouldn't be telling a story if you didn't believe it was true. But you got to at least start to tell a different story and give less attention to this. Stop trying to justify why you're not there where you want to be and start talking about how you could be and what it's going to feel like when you are. That's it. That's it. It's just it's just the rewiring that you're talking about. And it's as simple as that. And that's, you know, one one of the things that I say often is if you want to get closer to the truth, you simplify. You want to get yes. further from the truth, you complicate. And yes. this is, you know, this is sometimes it takes us a little while to get there. But if you keep going, it, you find that the, the most beautiful truths are the simplest. Yes. Know? And I totally believe that in this instance. We are we're yeah. so overcomplicating it. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Bob. This has been very informative and I'm excited to share it with everybody. So thank you for uh, for coming on and, and discussing this with us. And hopefully people will go check out that quiz and and uh, do, you know, start start imagining and creating the life that they not only want, but that you can have it and they deserve. You know, why not? Yeah. Why not go for it? A little discomfort. Uh, it'll be so worth it. Without it, there's just no there's no victory. Like, yeah, I did it. I did it. I did it. If it would just breeze through it, it wouldn't feel valuable. It wouldn't. Right. That's and, and as evidenced by the fact that people disregard their own value, won't you know, I can't do that for money. It's too easy for me or whatever. That's just my gift. I should do it for free. Whatever. We devalue ourselves like crazy, given the chance. Anyway, thank you, Glenn. It was my pleasure to be here. That's true. All right. Thank you, Bob. And um, yeah. Hopefully we'll stay in touch. Maybe we'll have you on again. Very good. All right. Take care. Looking for more? Check out over 200 episodes of Life Lessons and Laughter, or click the link in the description of this episode to connect with Glenn directly.